this, this show is brought to you by Safety FM. The following program is rated MALSV. It contains strong language, sexual situations, and violence. It is intended only for mature audiences. Finally, show with the balls and call it like it is. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Countdown to audio torture. The Rated R Safety Show starts in three, two, one. Ah, let the eardrum pain begin. Forget the corporate bullshit. This is the Rated R Safety Show with your host, Dr. Uh, it doesn't matter who the host is. Oh, you know it, you love it, you want some more of it. Yes, 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 ladies and gentlemen, today's Tuesday, May the 5th, also known as El Cinco de Mayo. I've been waiting for this day for quite some time now. Anywho, 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 day 126 of the year so far, and also only 240 days remaining. How fantastic is that? How fantastic is that we're already at this standpoint, at this point of our live career, whatever the hell you want to talk about. So how are things? It's been about 23 hours since we last hung out. 23 hours and change, of course. Nothing too um, nothing too crazy. Nothing too spectacular. Nothing too whatever you want to call it, man. So anyways, hopefully everything's going off good in your neck of the woods. So today, 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 we're going to cover a lot of information. And of course, we're going to cover the information that most people will be listening for today, which is, did we get an answer? And of course, we're going to cover that. Don't worry. We won't wait till the end of the show before that actually does occur. Anyways, you are able to listen to us live on safetyfm.com. Also, you can watch us on the streamer at safetyfm.tv. And you also have the option of listening to us later on via podcast. And of course, as you do take a listen to the different aspects that we do have available, there's also several different shows that are available to you as well. So don't worry about that portion. Because I always find that that's entertaining and exciting, you know, to be able to share what exactly we have going on. Several different shows come out on a daily basis. Anyways, today we actually had a conversation on the Jay Allen show. If you did listen to the podcast version with Mr. Sheldon Primus, the safety consultant blueprint creator and talking about the different things of what's going on inside of the world. Also, don't make well, don't. What do you mean? Don't make sure that you don't miss some of the actual coronavirus episodes that Dr. Todd Conklin has been putting out as well. A lot of fantastic information across the board. So make sure that you tune into that. Anyways, I know that we normally get it started off with feature story or feature story news, feature story news. So there should be no difference here today on what we got going on. So let's do it that way and get you started with feature story news. Bringing you information you never knew you cared about. Rated R Safety Show. From Feature Story News in London, I'm Ollie Barrett. More than 250,000 people worldwide have now died with COVID-19, according to Johns Hopkins University data. It comes as new figures suggest UK coronavirus deaths are now over 30,000. A patient in France who it's claimed had coronavirus last year has been speaking to the French media. Amarouche Hamar says he was told at the time what he had was very serious. A doctor revealed that retrospective samples showed the virus was already present in France in late December 2019. Ross Cullen reports from Paris. 
On Monday, the head of resuscitation at two hospitals in Paris said that one of 24 samples retested from patients treated in December and January who tested negative for the flu came back positive for COVID-19. The patient has now been named as a man called Amarouche Amar. He says he was admitted to hospital at the end of last year for what he thought was a serious case of the flu. He said he had severe chest pain and was gasping for air. This revelation means that someone was already ill with COVID-19 almost a month before the first three patients were officially declared positive in France. Ross Cullen, Paris. Russia is bracing itself for a surge in cases of COVID-19 after daily rises of more than 10,000 for two days in a row. The government puts the rise down to increased testing, but there are reports of hospitals and ambulance crews becoming overwhelmed. Lucy Taylor reports from FSN's Moscow Bureau. President Putin has warned that Russia has not yet passed the peak of the virus, and daily rises of more than 10,000 on both Sunday and Monday make it the European country registering the most new infections. Videos circulating online have shown ambulances in Moscow queuing for hours to take patients into hospitals. But the government says the rise in confirmed infections is because it's now testing more people than ever, and it points to the number of deaths, which is lower than in many other countries. Lucy Taylor in Moscow. Scientists in the Netherlands say they've created an experimental antibody that prevents the coronavirus from infecting human cells. It's too early to know if it'll lead to an effective COVID-19 treatment, but it's being described as groundbreaking research. Tony Waterman has more from FSN Brussels. In lab tests, the experimental antibody neutralized the virus by targeting the spikes surrounding the coronavirus. These spikes allow the virus to latch on to human cells, injecting the potentially deadly disease and spreading it throughout the body. Researchers at Utrecht University in the Netherlands found that an antibody which prevents the coronavirus SARS from entering human cells could also block COVID-19. More research is needed, but it could lead to a drug to treat or prevent the coronavirus. From bureaus worldwide, this is FSN. This show is almost as enjoyable as hearing the sound of the toilet flush. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. We at Safety FM are not responsible for what this idiot behind the microphone is saying. He is trying to be entertaining. Rated R Safety Show. Oh, you know it, baby, and you love it, you love it, you love it. And that's kind of the way that it goes from time to time here. So, 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 how are things now, you know, now that we're up to date with some of the news stories before I get into my retrospective nonsense, of course, you know, we like to talk about the hit list because that's important. So let's go from the hit list right away. Gregory Val, or excuse me, Gregory Paul Veen is out of jail due to COVID-19 fears. Pregnant pause. And you probably are sitting there going, who the hell is that? An alleged rapist charged last November in two separate sexual assault from 1997 after new DNA evidence emerged. In the release, according to the Almedia County officials, in this case, Judge Thomas Reardon reduced the bail for the suspect from Gregory Venn from $2.5 million to, are you ready? Zero. Yeah, zero. Effective releasing the suspect serial rapist back into the community. So do you think that that makes any kind of sense? Especially with everything going on at the moment. So that was pretty interesting. That was one of those news stories that popped up right away. And we started having all all kinds of conversations about it. So 
I thought it was interesting, needed to bring it up, share that information with you. I don't know what kind of different things the communities do, but that's something that came up. Anyways, let's continue down the path here. Amazon senior engineer and vice president Tim Bray has publicly resigned after the company axed a worker who organized a walkout in New York in March. On his personal website, Bray says the dismissal is evidence of vain toxicity running through the company culture. And I choose neither to serve nor drink that poison. Bray said that all employees who have been fired over whistleblowing actions have either been a minority or a female, if not both. So that's interesting coming on what's going on with good old Amazon. Now, I know that we have to talk about things here because they are referenced in what's going on inside of the world. Now, I do and am aware that we do broadcast on Twitch, which is owned by Amazon. So full disclosure there that we do have some conversations on that particular platform. So nothing out of the ordinary there. Just want to bring that up. As we move forward, anyways, did you take a listen to this particular one with Tesla stock gain on Monday? It's capital capitalization averaged about one hundred point two billion dollars over the last six months, a trigger that would vest Musk stocks options worth about six hundred ninety four million dollars. Musk controversially said that on Twitter that his company stock was too high on Friday. Stocks are Musk's only compensation from the company. So I guess that's a good and bad thing to some extent, depending on how you want to look at it. So anyways, yes, 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 that's the case. So just in case there. Yeah, seeing some information pop up. Uh, yeah. Oh. Yeah, I will I will answer that. Yes. Um Okay. I agree. Some comments coming through. Um if you're not on the visualization version, you're probably on the audio content. Okay. Yeah, um, based on what's coming up, I don't know if I should read it, but they are giving me a recommendation not to wear the shirt that I have on. So hold on real quick. Let's let's kind of work through this real quick. Hold on just one second. Let me play some music. Uh, is that one better? Oh, okay. Hold on. Sorry, this is going to go a little bit longer. Let me take this one off. How about that? Oh, shouldn't rep that company. Okay, hang on real quick. Okay, sorry about that. We'll leave it with this branded shirt then. And let's let it go that way. Let's turn the music down if we can. Go ahead, turn the music down. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So yeah, let's just, let's not waste a lot of time and let's just kind of get to the main story because that's why the part of the reason that you're here. And we'll get back to the normal info, but let's get to it. Here is our main story on the Rated R Safety Show. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. So you're probably fully aware as we speak right now. I probably should not wear those branded shirts because they do resemble a organization that does safety. And they're apparently a little bit shy about coming on to my show or shows, however you want to look at it. So, yes, we have extended an invite out to some of the people from the different safety conferences, but in this particular one is the American Society of Safety Professionals. We have reached out to Diane and Jennifer, both president and CEO of the ASSP. Neither one has responded as of this point. We did give them until midnight today or 11.59 on on the 5th of May, or Cinco de Mayo, and we still have not heard anything. So I'm assuming at this point, based that we're not hearing anything back from them, And we have some people that they have planted through some of our social media feeds and some of the people that have reached out um, are pretty much making us aware that they are not going to come on. And I have a pretty higher up inside of that org that has straight up told me that there's no way, shape or form based on some internal dealings that they're going to come on. And we kind of knew this from the very beginning. There was not a doubt that someone was going to be willing to take a public forum to discuss number one about trying to convert this thing over to being virtual. So now it is virtual. Good for that. But now the discussion has become price point. And of course we have some defenders out there and I wouldn't be surprised if they pop up today about how the price point is right on spot. You know, not, I guess, putting into consideration the whole COVID-19 aspect. Yeah, I guess if you want to say the price point's on spot, but come on. Really hard pill to swallow there. Duh. Duh. But let's take a look at it as we move forward. So just want to make sure that we're clear and that you know that they are not going to be coming on to the show as of right now of 1215 Eastern Standard Time on May the 5th. And I don't expect that to change. Now, you can surprise me and come to the website and send us a little email and let us know on how you're interested in participating. But I doubt seriously that that's going to occur. We have tagged you on several different things, the organization, the two positions, and no one has dared to respond. I haven't even sent you a message personally, and there still has been no response from the president. And that's okay. Those things do happen. But like I was telling someone yesterday, people will react with their wallets. They will determine if this is actually going to be of value to them or not. That is normally how people do things. So that's okay. And do not get me wrong. Great information is provided, but I just don't think that $715 for a member for a webinar makes sense. And when you get people that are that have been jumping on and saying, yeah, it makes sense, when they don't have to pay to attend, they get in for free. And they're part of the board. Oh, sorry. Did I say that out loud? Oh, and they're part of the board. Of course, you're going to see a value in it, especially when you're trying to get a position further up, such as the president, which you have said in private conversations in the past. But anyways, that's what I wanted to share right away. Make sure that we are all on the same page. And for we are aware that that is what is occurring and that we are aware that there is no way, shape or form 
that I see them coming on, especially on a live stream aspect, because it gives us too much access. I believe that it was a controlled environment. We would have no problem whatsoever, but I am not going to give up editorial rights on how things are edited, even though most of our podcasts are direct records on how it works. That's why they're normally done on full form. Also, our radio show is in full form. The show that we're doing right now, this is why you hear all the screw-ups that we do all the time. Because it is in full form. And that's okay. I don't get offended. But I just find it funny that when you point out the errors of ways, people get offended right away. And it's okay. It is okay. My day will continue to be as it is. And that is perfectly fine with me. But I look at it from the member's point of view and say, hey, why isn't the organization willing to come on to have the discussion? Why is it only their controlled platform on when they would be willing to do it? Just a question, but you need to make that decision on what you're going to do next. Also, did you already pay the full clip? For the plane ticket to come down to good old Orlando? And now you know that you will not be coming? Just a question. Something to think about. Something to wrap your brain around. Because that's what we like to do around here. Wrap our brain around different things that are going on. That's what the DJ horn says. Rated R Safety Show. Sarcastic. Never. Anyways, going back to the hit list, because that's important. We need to cover some more information on what's going on in the real world. Yeah, I did say the real world. Duh. So let's continue. We're officially out of new ideas as a collective people, apparently. Twilight author Stephanie Myers has announced that Midnight Sun, which is the retail of the original Twilight stories, through the eyes of creepy vampire Edward, the love interest of the original series. The book hits on the shelves on August the 4th. So, if you were into the Twilight series, yay! You are back and at it, my loves. You will get to enjoy it one more time. After seeing the movie, after reading the books, you'll get to enjoy it just in one more fashion. Just for you, baby. That's how it goes. Anyways, on some bad news, let me share this real quick. J. Crew has filed for bankruptcy protection. Arbitration is failure. Excuse me. They're attributing all of this to the failure that has been caused by the coronavirus. As the restructuring of the e-commerce part will remain functioning and select stores will reopen when legally permitted to do so. So that will end up be taking place there. So J. Crew. I think they're part of Banana Republic as well. Somebody has to tell me for sure because I'm not 100% on that. But I do I do believe that that's how it works. They are part of Banana Republic. Also, reorganizing is Gold's Gym. Car rental company Hertz, which late Monday was still renegotiating with creditors to restructure deals instead of declaring bankruptcy outright. And that was a conversation that we had, I think it was last week, if I remember correctly, that they had missed some large payments that were due. And they were not 100% sure if they were going to have to fold. Hopefully they don't. But I think that that's going to be another one of those markets that's going to be severely disrupted as things actually move to be open again. Anyways, the U.S. Naval 
Ships have been deployed. Yeah, four ships from which six fleet of the Barents Sea, just off of Russia's northeast co- northwest coast, excuse me, is the first time American ships have presence there since 1980. This is according to NBC reports. The move comes from amid heightened increase of Russian submarine activity in the area. So that makes it pretty interesting. I don't know. I mean, seems to be a lot of movement going on as of late with some different things. So something to think about as we go forward here. And I just don't know. I mean, there's so many different things going on that sometimes the media catches it. Sometimes the media doesn't. And so you take a look at this one and go, what the hell's going on with the submarines? Why is there so much activity? And I will tell you that over the last few weeks, or let me not say the last few weeks, ever since the Department of Defense declared the UFO thing was real, it was a real video, something that happened a while back, and all of a sudden they in turn just kind of said, yeah, we're confirming it, and that's it? Yeah, I had some questions. I had some doubts. I had some sequences in my mind that made me question some things but hey i guess that's just kind of the way that it occurs and it is what it is but whatever let's continue 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 more than a hundred thousand tennessee residents were without power on monday after a series of dangerous storms swept through the area sunday into monday there were about 242 reports of wind damage between southwest or excuse me, southeast Missouri, middle Tennessee, northeast Arkansas, the winds exceeded 72 miles per hour. At least one death has been reported as of right now. And this continues with the craziness of the different storms that we keep on talking about from time to time. Duh. And I keep on looking at it and going, what the hell's going on with the earthquakes? What the hell is going on with the tornadoes? What the hell is this going on, period? It's so different of everything that's going on as of late. It just kind of makes me go, what the hell is going on? You are listening to a radio god. What? This has to be an error. That host is not a radio god. Anyways, this is the Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Well, despite the negative start, the Dow railed to close up just about 26 points after an early morning sell-off. But it was a bad day for the big four airlines. Warren Buffett's Berkshire Hathaway sold off. It's airline position wiping out $3 billion across the four airlines markets in capitalization. So think about that. A lot of people follow what Warren Buffett does. So that becomes interesting right away because I'm sure that, you know, investors are going to be telling you to drop, drop, drop and move on to something else. And I'm not saying you shouldn't do it, but man, when you see that, that guy's moving somewhere, you should probably move there relatively quick. Because you just know that that's probably going to make money next. Duh. Anyways, let's continue, continue, continue. Uber has created a policy to require face covering for both drivers and passengers in certain markets. Uber has not yet been able to secure enough masks for its drivers and no word yet how it will enforce the move on riders. But Uber has pushed a message to users on the app to stay at home rather than use the car service. So that's pretty different. And I will tell you. There's a lot of markets that are competitive with Uber and Lyft and, you know, the taxi industry as well. And you have to take a look at all this stuff, all these ride share services. How is that going to go moving forward? Because let's be real here, because that's what we're about is being real. Are you going to be willing to jump into a ride share service knowing that they don't clean the cars in between? 
And it's not a scare tactic, the conversation. But when you start dealing with private ridership, so let's say, for instance, like the black car services of the world, where most of the times they have a spot in between a pickup and a drop-off, meaning that they're picking up a customer and then dropping off the customer and then possibly getting someone else, which would give them some allocated time to clean the vehicle. Now, with some of those rideshare services, and they all vary, so let's kind of be clear here, how is that going to work? Because it can be from one moment, you have a a driver that just drops somebody off at the airport, hypothetical, and then picking somebody up from that exact same airport. And normally the time resolution is relatively quick. It's a quick little turnaround. So how is that going to work? How are people going to be willing to do that? Are they going to say, okay, cool, and be willing to jump into the car? Because I'm not saying, hey, we need to start wearing hazmat suits and get the hell out of everywhere and just wear it in that format. Duh. But you have to take a look at it and go, what are people going to be willing to do? Are people going to be willing to jump out there and jump in a car, in this case, and go, hey, we're jumping in, jumping out, and moving forward? I don't think a lot of people will be willing to do that. I think some people will be a little bit hesitant about moving forward and doing some of those things. I mean, I'll tell you, the moment that I'm able to start traveling to some of the clients again, doing some of the speeches and going out, I don't know how key I'm going to be to jump on a plane right away. I mean, I'm not lying. I mean, I'm just telling you. If somebody booked me and said, hey, let's do something tomorrow, I think that if it's not drivable, that I can drive to the location, I might be a little bit hesitant about getting there. And not that I'm a germaphobe or a paranoid person about things going on, but it would make me question a lot of things. I mean, of course, you have to think about your significant others, your children. That's part of part of the aspect. I mean, and then when I come back, you know, how long before I get to see them? Because I don't want to put them at risk. So it's something to think about as, you know, we have these conversations and we move forward with these new scenarios of what's going on. Anyways, let's continue. A World Health Organization official cautions against too much optimism for the coronavirus vaccine. Dr. David Nabarro tells CNN, we can't make absolute assumptions that the vaccine will appear at all, or if it does appear, whether it will pass all the tests of efficiency and safety with the FDA. The Stark admission should temper those who favor long-term economic shutdown until a vaccine or cure can be deployed, because there's a real chance that that might never happen. So I will tell you, in the good old city of Orlando, and, the re- and let me kind of tell you this real quick. The reason I talk about here in Orlando all the time is because a lot of people travel here. If that wasn't the case, if I was out of in the middle of Boise, Idaho, that not tons of people come to, I wouldn't mention it as much. And nothing against Boise, Idaho. I like the place. Pretty nice. But I just want to give the standpoint here that I talk about it because of things that happen and people tr- normally are, this is a tourist attraction. Well, Universal Studios has made some kind of release to the local news. I haven't seen it on their main site, and I'll have to double check, that portions of CityWalk will open possibly as early as, as next week. It was saying May the 11th, and I, and I looked at it, and I said, okay, cool. So May the 11th, parts of CityWalk, so that makes it a Monday. But 